Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica and as always, really thrilled to have you listening and joining me. I hope you're doing really well. So today I wanted to talk about something that we talked about in one of the masterclasses that I did inside my membership. So I run the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio and inside that virtual studio, every single month we go through what we call a masterclass. And often these masterclasses are about, you know, physical practices. Last month we focused on what a functional hip looked like and how we can work towards sort of more functional function through that area. And this month we focused on self-kindness for inner and outer change. And this is a topic that's very close to my heart. If you've been listening or you've been following me over on social media, you'll know that self-kindness forms the huge base of what I do. And I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper into what that really means and what it looks like and how we actually do it on a practical level. So it was a pretty in-depth masterclass, so we can't go through it all now, but I did want to share sort of some of the bigger, well, one big piece of this, which is kind of more the like how piece, because self-kindness, well, you know, it can be, it can be challenging because it doesn't always come really naturally to us. And so one of the questions that was asked at, or one of the questions that we talked about was this idea of like what kind of external practices constitute kind choices. And, you know, we all have opinions about what, you know, good things are to do and what bad things are to do. And so, you know, amongst your circle, you might have people who don't believe in watching television. You might have people who don't, um, you know, do X, Y, Z, right? You can fill in the blank. There's lots of things that some people just don't do and that's totally cool. And sometimes it can pull us away from understanding what those activities are like for us. So I'm going to use watching television as an example of this because, you know, if you got 10 people in a room and you ask them, what does watching television do for you? There would be plenty of them who would say, that that constituted laziness or it was a waste of time or bad for your brain or any of those things, right? And yet I think for me that sometimes watching television is 100% kind and is exactly the self-kindness practice that I need at that time. But that isn't always true. There will be times where that practice is completely not what I need and does me a disservice. And so my point being that there are no absolutes in this self-kindness world. We can't just make a list and say, these are, these are the kind practices that I'm going to do. And these are the unkind practices that I'm going to do. 
not do, (laughs) not do. It's not quite that absolute. Like anything, there's a lot of gray. And so I think that the most important thing when it comes to self-kindness isn't coming up with a list, but rather developing the capacity to listen to ourselves. Because I think that when we develop this deep capacity to listen, we increase our capacity to be responsive to what is true for us. And then we start to just make choices from that place. And so we start to be able to distinguish, you know, is me now sitting down to watch Netflix my kind choice or am I, you know, procrastinating in a way that is unkind to me or am I um, avoiding sleeping or am I doing something else that actually I can recognize as being the unkind choice? But the problem is as humans that we really like absolute rules, (laughs) even if we're rebellious, even if we're rule breakers, the idea of rules is kind of nice because it gives us just like, do this, don't do that. And yet when it comes to this kind of practice, we have to drop the rules out the window and really start to develop this capacity to listen to what it is that we need. And that isn't always easy. I think sometimes self-kindness gets confused with the path of least resistance And unfortunately, that's not true. Self-kindness is often the path of most resistance. It's not always the easy choice. It's not, I don't feel like doing it, so I'm not going to do it. It's much deeper than that. and And it asks us to really get in touch with what is it that we need. So sometimes self-kindness looks like saying no. Sometimes self-kindness looks like saying yes. Sometimes self-kindness looks like doing something now so that your experience tomorrow is more positive. Sometimes it's recognizing that even though you said you'd put the dishes away tonight, you've literally got nothing left in the tank and you're going to leave them and go to bed. So you can see how the same activity, the same process can be both the kind choice and the not as kind choice. And so it's giving ourselves the freedom and the flexibility and the space to be able to listen to ourselves and respond from that place. I really hope that that makes sense. And so, you know, then you might look at it and say, well, what about something like yoga? Isn't that always a kind choice? I don't know. What do you think? I think that like anything, there's always going to be times where that is true. Yes, this is a kind choice for me today and other times where it's not as true. So if you're the kind of person who does yoga every single day, but you wake up with a migraine, is it still your best choice? Is that still your kindest choice to to push yourself to do it just because you said you would? Or is that an instance where, you know what, taking the day off might be kinder? It doesn't mean that you're not a person of integrity and, and following through on the things that you said you did. It means that you're listening to the way that you feel. Likewise, if you run every day, but there's just one day where for whatever reason you don't feel like that is going to serve you, then are you better listening to that in a knowing than just going for a run anyway? I think that there is huge, huge, huge benefit in creating habits for ourselves, creating ways to do these things that fill our cup. So, you know, for me, it's meditation and it's yoga or mindful movement. And so I want to do those most days. And when we're starting to try to, to create a habit for ourselves, we need to get like a little bit clever about how we 
commit to that so that we're not just constantly saying, oh, not today, not today, not today. But there's a difference between that, you know, supporting ourselves to do the things that we want to do, to feel the way that we want to feel, and then holding the line so rigid that it leaves us no space for listening to what we truly need in the moment. So there might be things for you that are non-negotiable. And that's cool. Maybe it's that you just have to move your body every day in some way, shape or form. Or you have to sit to meditate every day in some way, shape or form. And I'm all about these habits, 100%. But we do have to be careful about where that rigidity exists, where that sort of absolute thinking exists and see if around the edges of that, we can still give or, you know, even through the middle of that, we can give ourselves the freedom and the space and the capacity and the permission to be responsive to what is true for us and to really get good at listening and being responsive. And I think that's where practices like yoga and meditation can help us to get more in touch with what is true for us, to give us the space to be quiet enough to listen. I'd love to know what you think of this. It's it's maybe... Well, I don't know. What is it? I'd love to know what you think. Come over and find me on Instagram. You'll find me at Erica Webb Yoga. And I just would love to know how does self-kindness look for you? How does it show up? How do you navigate this idea of being responsive and allowing yourself to go with the, the flow, for want of a better term, of what is kind right now? I'd love to hear from you. And just a reminder, if you're listening to this prior to Saturday, the 26th of September, 2020, I'm holding a free workshop on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, all about why maybe you're stretching, but not having the results or not getting the tension release that you're looking for. So if you're interested in finding out more about why that might be and how we can support you to kind of move in a way that does allow you to to reduce your tension i'd love for you to join me you can find more information on my website and i'll pop the the link into the show notes but it's ericawebyoga.com.au forward slash free workshop all right i hope wherever you are you're doing great and i can't wait to connect with you soon bye thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the movement and mindfulness podcast i hope you loved it and if you did maybe share it with a friend who would love it too and I'd also be so grateful if you'd take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. It makes such a difference to get that feedback. And if you're over on social media, why not come and find me? You'll find me at Erica Web Yoga on both Instagram and Facebook. And over on my website, you'll find access to some free resources, including free classes that will help you to move well, feel well, and most importantly, move with kindness. Over there, you'll also find more information about joining me inside the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, which is my home of kind movement, yoga, Pilates, and somatics to help you move well, feel well, and all with kindness. Until next time, I hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.